BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of. One that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke AF Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, recording from the home bunker. Folks, Marjorie Taylor Greene finds herself back in the news after an appearance that she did at a New York Republican event for young Republicans, Marjorie Taylor Greene found herself on stage saying that if her and Steve Bannon had, quote, planned the insurrection, then they would have won. And not only would they have won, but they would have been armed. Now, of course, there is significant pushback happening on this declaration that Marjorie Taylor Greene made. One, because you know what? Here's an idea. The insurrection isn't anything to joke about because people died that day. People have post-traumatic stress disorder because of that day. People have lost their jobs because they can no longer perform them because of the emotional trauma of that day. Members of Congress were hiding, including Marjorie Taylor Greene that day, because their lives were at risk. Capitol Police and D.C. Metro Police officers put their lives on the line that day in order not only to defend our democracy and the Capitol building, but to defend all of those members, regardless of their party. So for Marjorie Taylor Greene to get up on a stage to say that had she, as a member of Congress, planned the insurrection, she would have won, What do you think that Marjorie Taylor Greene is insinuating, right? There is a reason why following the statements from Donald Trump, from the likes of Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, Paul Gosar, Matt Gaetz, all of these Republicans who love to spew violent rhetoric, who are members of Congress, who swore an oath to uphold and defend the Constitution, Why, when violent incidents occur, 
from their constituents, from their base. And when I say constituents, I mean Republicans as a whole, not just constituents of their districts. Why violence is happening in this country? Why the FBI is saying that political violence is at an all-time high? Why we are seeing shootings that are targeted at marginalized communities like Club Q at the Buffalo shooting that happened at the supermarket? It's because of people like Marjorie Taylor Greene and the hot shit that comes out of her mouth. That's why. It is because of the fact that Marjorie Taylor Greene loves to make really volatile comments and then turn around much in the same way that Donald Trump did and say, oh, well, I was just kidding. Or, oh, the media took it out of context. Well, guess what, Taylor Greene? We didn't take what you said out of context because it was recorded and people heard it, right? And because it was verbatim out of your mouth, you didn't say it was a joke. You didn't even laugh after you said it. The fact is, is that you have issued legislation saying that you want to know about the treatment of the insurrectionists and the mob that scaled the walls of the Capitol building as opposed to those that defended it. Instead of voting to award the gold congressional medal to those that defended the Capitol building that day, Marjorie Taylor Greene wants to make sure that the insurrectionists were treated well. That should tell you all you need to know about Marjorie Taylor Greene. Not only that, because she has made it her life's mission, kind of like Dave Chappelle, who I will get to in a moment, to degrade and place a target on the back of trans people, namely trans kids. She has said in this statement in front of the Republican New York youth that schools are giving out dildos and butt plugs and providing kids with lube, and that you can readily get these items at Target. None of which is fucking true, but why would you let the truth get in the way of a good story? Why would you allow logic, right, to play a part in what a member of Congress is actually saying? And the thing is, is that this type of bullshit rhetoric is what fuels the violence against the LGBTQ community. Now, we love to say that Marjorie Taylor Greene is crazy. No, Marjorie Taylor Greene is crazy. She is also fucking dangerous and knows exactly what she is doing and exactly what she is saying. What pisses me off, I mean, there are so many things, but what pisses me off most is that as a black person in these United States, I can't even think, have a thought about potentially overthrowing the government without the FBI probably breaking down my door and dragging me off to prison. But Marjorie Taylor Greene, who has a platform of voice and is a representative of Congress, can get up before members of a dinner and state that if she had run the insurrection, she would have won and, oh, she would have been armed, meaning that she would have killed the vice president of the United States and her own colleagues. And so now her office is saying that, oh, the Biden administration can't take a joke. And I will say exactly what it is that they said. There is nothing funny that happened on January 6th, 2021. Not a fucking thing. 
And frankly, Marjorie Taylor Greene should be hauled in by the FBI and fucking questioned about her role. But you know, the bar is so fucking high for whiteness in this country to be held accountable for any fucking thing so she can spew off us at the mouth as much as she wants. God forbid she was queer. God forbid she was a person of color. God forbid she were black. She would already be dead. I'm just so sick and fucking tired of these people telling you out loud what they think about this country, what they will do to this country. And then people, particularly in the mainstream media saying, I wonder if she meant what the fuck she said. She said it, didn't she? Moving on. Dave Chappelle. God damn it. It's like, you know, fame and wealth are a hell of a drug. And Dave Chappelle, comedian who we've talked about multiple times on Woke AF, because he has made it a point to make the transgender community the butt of all of his jokes to have the audacity as a cis straight black man to tell trans people that their identity and how they identify does not matter. But Dave Chappelle, you know, he's done this in his Netflix specials. He's done this in many different settings. He gets booed, blah, 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 blah. And then he still continues to make tens of millions of dollars because we award assholes in this country, right? We don't reward good people who do good things. We reward bullies and assholes. So it would make sense then at his event in uh, San Francisco over the weekend that Elon Musk, another scumbag, is sitting in the audience. And what does Dave Chappelle do? He brings Elon Musk up on stage. And Elon Musk is booed because fans of Dave Chappelle apparently don't like Elon Musk. I don't necessarily see the difference between the two except for a few billion dollars because they both love disparaging the transgender community. They both love disparaging the idea of the use of using pronouns or identification that people have asked to be used to see them as human. And so he brings him up on stage. Elon Musk is booed. And Dave Chappelle quickly thereafter would wrap up the show and say, you know, there are better things to do than boo and people should have the freedom to speak how they want. I'm always so confused with these motherfuckers idea of free speech and why their idea of free speech is always about harming and disparaging marginalized communities that don't have the money or the fucking platform that they have. It is so fucking preposterous that we allow them and even uplift the narrative of free speech without thinking about the privilege and the fucking wealth that has allowed these people to be able to say whatever it is that they want. Because oftentimes outside of Dave Chappelle, they have the fucking complexion for the protection. But Dave Chappelle in his mind is like, oh, well, I'm rich and I'm black and I've gotten rich off of saying everything that I've want to on my mind. And I'm a comedian. So that gives me license to harm other people. It doesn't. And as a matter of fact, as many people have said, oh, Dave Chappelle is a comedic genius of our time. Everyone fucking falls off. Case in point, look at Kanye West. I see very little daylight between these very privileged, very wealthy pieces of shit, cis hetero men 
that decide that they are going to kick communities that are already down, right? That already don't receive the care, the attention, the support that they actually need in this country, that them who are on top, decide that they are going to use their voice and their platform to demonize, insult, and dehumanize the most marginalized above us. Let me tell you something. It doesn't make you a comedic genius. It makes you a fucking asshole, right? I'm so tired of us throwing around the words like genius to these men who are showing you through their character or lack thereof who they are. And yet we still want to uplift them as if because you can produce a good album, because you can tell a joke, and because you were able, after an inheritance off of stolen jewels and money from Africa, able to, oh, I don't know, create a business on top of that, or I'm sorry, be able to buy out somebody else's business because Tesla wasn't even his fucking idea, that somehow that makes you a genius. Can we stop throwing that fucking word around, please? Ugh. The other day I, you know, was sitting around and I'm thinking to myself in all the ways, you know, 2022 didn't end up as bad as we had anticipated it, but all of the horrific things that have happened and the ways in which political violence, um, hateful political rhetoric has just become so baked into our normalized thinking of the, this is how politics and comedy and entertainment go. It's not. There was a time not too long ago where we had drawn a line in the sand as a society in saying that those who are have higher death rates, murder rates, those that have been victimized by police, that those people, those communities were off limit. We talked about political correctness because we wanted to be better, right? That you can have conversations about policy, but not about people, right? Not about spreading lies that then supercharge those that are violent into taking action or taking you up on all of the hot shit that you're saying. If you walk around town like a Marjorie Taylor Greene who says that trans people are dangerous and they're coming to molest your kids and they're all a bunch of groomers and pedophiles. Well, if you think that you're standing in defense of children when you decide to shoot up a fucking club, right? Or raid a pizza shop because of a QAnon fucking theory about a basement being filled with children who are being sexualized in Washington, DC, and you decide to invade that and kill the fucking people inside. Who's to blame? And this is the problem with where we are is that we're not connecting the dots back and making a legal case for those people who are have a microphone, have millions of followers, have constituents and sworn loyalty to the United States government that their words are being used to commit acts of violence, to kill people. 
How many fucking manifestos do we have to read about and see before we actually in this legal system, this criminal injustice system, which seems to only go after black indigenous people of color and low income people and let those that cause the most fucking harm off scot-free. I'm not a lawyer, but I got to think that if, you know, the FCC would dole out serious fines and shut down Fox news. And if you could be held liable for being an accomplice to murder because you are cited or there are direct connections that can be made back to the rise in political hatred and rhetoric and the acts of violence that are happening. Like folks, it's not rocket science to connect the dots to say, why is there so much political violence that's been happening over the last seven years? And hmm, there didn't seem to be that much before. Maybe because mainstream media decided to normalize Donald Trump and Trumpism and treated it as if it was a normal political ideology, as opposed to a violent fascist cult that the mass media helped to spread their message. Maybe we wouldn't be in this place where the speaker of the house is working on the recovery of her husband because he was almost bludgeoned to death with a hammer with somebody saying, I'm looking for Nancy, the same refrain that they were using on the day of the insurrection. I'm looking for Nancy was the same fucking refrain that was repeated over and over again as those mobsters, right? That crazed, violent, armed mob was going through the Capitol building on the hunt for not only Nancy Pelosi, but the vice president of the United States, Mike Pence. So the fact that, again, we don't connect the dots, the media gets away with their lack of intellectual curiosity, with their lack of ability to actually explain to the American people that you're being taken for a ride by the Republican Party. They know exactly what the fuck they are doing. They know exactly what they are doing when they make a targets of the transgender community and the LGBTQ community at large. They know exactly what they're doing when they say, oh, you know, these people, they want to defund the police. We'll let them go call a crackhead. They know exactly what they're doing when they're sitting on the house floor crying over the passage of the Respect for Marriage Act. They know exactly what they are doing when they say that we need to not teach critical race theory, which is not taught in any fucking elementary school class ever, has never been in K through 12, has never been in just higher ed. They know what they're doing. So why is it that the media pretends that they don't? Pretends that they have no idea where this kind of rhetoric is coming from. And oh, let's just sit around and wonder, is it connected to the violence? (sighs) Folks, I get really fucking aggravated because it doesn't take even a high school diploma to recognize that everyone is being fooled and taken for a ride by the Republican party. And that all we are doing is playing into their hands, 
letting them not be responsible for anything, allowing them to uplift violent rhetoric and then turn around in the next breath and say that they were just joking when their constituents, their base know that this isn't a joke, right? That they are arming themselves to the T. I'm just so sick and tired of these fucking people not being called out on their bullshit and actually still being treated like they are normal politicians when they're not. Two years have almost passed now. We're getting ready to acknowledge the second anniversary of the fucking insurrection and none of the architects, not one of them, have been held accountable. Sure, we just had a win with the Oath Keepers and seditious conspiracy with two of the Oath Keeper members, including the founder, Stuart Rhodes. But what about the people that were sitting in the Willard Hotel? What about the people that were sitting around planning this out? What about the members of Congress that gave reconnaissance tours so that these violent armed insurrectionists would know exactly where they were going inside of the Capitol building. This is not okay. And not only is it not okay, it's not over. And when you have people like Marjorie Taylor Greene, when you have people like Elon Musk that is saying that Dr. Fauci on social media, he's going to say to his millions of fucking incel, fragile white men followers that Dr. Fauci should be thrown in jail for what? Saving Americans' lives, which is more than I can say for your fucking Tesla cars, right? Dr. Fauci has been made a target, has had to get security and protection. This man has served under, I think, seven presidents in both parties. And it is only under Donald Trump that this man has need the kind of protection and security so that what happened to Paul Pelosi doesn't happen to Dr. Fauci. But then you have the likes of Elon Musk who weaponizes their platform in order to place a target on this man's back. Why? Because he didn't want Twitter to be used as a platform to spread misinformation so that a million more Americans would have died than the million that have from COVID. You know, Elon Musk, a fucking billionaire, a hundred times over, has all the access to healthcare that he fucking needs, but it's the dopes that are on social media that follow him and say, oh yeah, I don't need to wear a mask. No, because if you end up on a ventilator, right? The likelihood that you get five-star fucking healthcare is real fucking slim. Elon Musk, however, oh, I'm sure he would make a recovery. And I'm also pretty sure that motherfucker got the vaccines. But look at the big tough man calling out the doctor who was our guide through the darkest moments of this pandemic. You know what I realize about all of these people from Elon Musk to Tucker Carlson is that they are such fucking punks. Like if you wanna talk about small dick energy, That is who these men are. It's why they take pictures of themselves with their big, big guns. It's why they make these empty threats to feel like they are tough. It's why they cosplay fucking military, right? Because they feel so small and are so small. 
of human beings that the only way that they feel big is to stand on other people, whether it be marginalized communities, right? To tout around their guns as they go into Starbucks to order their Frappuccino to feel really big and powerful and threatening the people around them because they are so small in their own lives. They are so threatened by truth and honesty that they disparage anybody who dares to open their mouths. That is who these people are. And I wish instead of giving them monikers like genius and talking about them with opening up about their, you know, well, the billionaire said this, I don't give a fuck how much money Elon Musk has. What I would love is that everybody that reaches that status of tens of billions of dollars maybe be investigated because there's no way that you make that kind of money and pay the taxes that you should be paying. But again, we have laws that people with money, people with multiple lawyers can skirt around, leaving the rest of us to hold the bill. So I'm not here celebrating fucking billionaires because you did so on the backs of the people, right? Because the rest of us are paying 30, 40, 50% of the money that we take into taxes. While those of you who have more than enough, who will never, not in generations, be able to spend down the billions that you have, get to pay absolutely nothing. And we call them geniuses. Give me a break. I'm just, you know, there are days where I become so fucking just sick and tired of the bullshit. And I just wish that we would tell the truth, that we would tell the truth about who these people are, tell the truth about where their wealth came from and tell the truth about the fact that just because you are wealthy does not mean you are smart, right? And just because you are poor doesn't mean you are dumb. We have false equivalences that we've created in this country that more importantly, those in power have created as justification to continue to hold marginalized people down. I'm sick and tired of the bullshit. I'm sick and tired of people like Marjorie Taylor Greene, Elon Musk, Dave Chappelle, Kanye West, and the like, who have the opportunity to do good with their platforms and just choose not to. Stop celebrating bullshit and stop giving voice to these people. That is it for me today, good friends, on this Woke AF Daily. As always, power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. 
Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget Beach Finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Iberostar Hotels and Resorts and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com.